Get ready for your semi-regular dose of random ideas from the guys at Codelation. We like to talk about big ideas, companies that are winning and those that aren't, along with current events in our crazy world of software startups. So come along with Eric and Josh, who challenge you to think big, start small, and turn your ideas into something on this episode of From Idea to Done. Hey everyone, I'm Josh. And I'm Eric. And today we're here with Tyler Leadholm from Educal. Hey guys. Thanks for taking some time to uh, jump on a call with us really quick. And we're just going to jump right into it. Can you talk us a little bit about Educal? Let's talk about your startup. What, what does it, what does it do, and what problem does it solve? Yeah, so Educal is a uh, K-12 through uh, education collaboration tool that uh, it really allows the, the teachers to set expectations and communicate expectations with both students and parents uh, through kindergarten, with kindergarten through um, all the way through 12th grade. Um, it's, it's really just a simple application that allows um, teachers to post assignments, uh, set Zoom links and meetings and the, the times for those, and then allows the students to kind of just follow the planners for these, these teachers and um, see what their week looks like in, in education. It kind of breaks the mold of a traditional calendar where it's uh, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, uh, that's sort of a schedule and, and puts it more into uh, what am I doing in geometry? What am I doing in language arts? You know, what, what's my schedule actually like today outside of just the, the time slots that you'd ordinarily get? And then also allows them to, to see assignments and uh, notes and expectations and allows the teacher to kind of communicate with uh, both the student and the parent. Um, you know, maybe it's elementary and it's just, uh, hey, your kid uh, has, has a field trip tomorrow. Remember to bring a sack lunch. Um, or here's your spelling words for the week and all those things that get shoved in the, the bottoms of backpacks of elementary and, and <laughs> even high school kids, you know, I don't know if high schoolers really use backpacks much anymore, but uh, if they do, I'm sure they have uh, some sort of crumpled up paper in the bottom of that. And we're just trying to become that uh, crumpled up paper and, and uh, in a digital form. Oh, I guess that's, that's really unnecessary for me because I, I never forgot anything as a student. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, mine like a steel trap. No, I trap. think there's definitely a little bit of a like bridge needed to connect my my like back in the '90s, Eric, with like take that agenda book and kind of connect that to actual teachers, and so that's a cool, yeah, cool idea. And especially in today's new distance learning world, we have to communicate better than ever, really, with students and teachers and parents. It's it's just different, you know. Yeah, it's it's definitely you know I've got I've got kids I got a third grader and a, and a first grader and it's um, it's interesting to to see you know what what each teacher brings and what they use and uh, some will use Facebook and some will use Google Classroom and it's all over the board and and so we're really just trying to become that central place that you can use what you want to use but for the parents and students just go to one central spot and look at what your expectations are um, and just kind of try and make it really easy. For, for everybody to know what's going on in, in the student's life. You know, I, I ask my kids what's going on for the day and it's always, uh, you know, I had fun in kickball or, you know, whatever, or whatever it was, it's the highlights of their day. Recess was great, but I never know, like, you know, what do you, what do you, what do you do in your spelling? You know what, they leave on the bus and I don't know, I don't know what goes on in their day until they get home. So kind of gives you a little bit of a peek into what's going on during the day. Yeah, I <clears throat> kind of in the same boat, have kids around the same age and 
Um, I thank God that their mom understands what the heck's going on because I'm I'm here to solve like math problems and that's about my role in, <laughs> yeah. in figuring this stuff out. I don't know what those sheets are, what that goes back in the folder, what doesn't. So, yeah. <laughs> so Tyler, how'd you get? Uh, how'd you end up uh, working on a startup in the in the educational space? Uh, so I actually worked for the Fargo School District um, a number of years ago, and I worked for a gentleman named Stephen Durow, and he was an ex math teacher. And he created this, the basic idea for EDUCAL um, 15 years ago, and he called it daily planner. So way back when they used to have to create these planners and then they'd have to turn them in uh, to the, the office or whatever to let them know that they'd done their, their plans for the week. So he created this digital form that really just um, allowed teachers to fill it all out online. And then they're already attached to the students because there was some sort of a database back then. Now it's power school that ties everybody together and tells you who's in which class and just really he built it for himself well then the district office decided all right well we really need this as a, as a district brought him on down to the district office um let him have you know intellectual property they, they uh, signed it over to him and everything and then um so I, i'd quit fast forward a few years I, I, i'd quit at the fargo school district worked uh started my own company and a couple of years ago or about a year ago i was talking to steve and and i, I still talk to him quite often He's saying how much, you know, uh, how many different things that they really wanted to do with Daily Planner and how it's getting to be a lot of work to try and tie all these students to teachers. And um, there's always some loophole and he spends a lot of time in the beginning of the year just getting everybody set up. And I'm like, well, why don't we make this into a SaaS application and just let the let the students just follow their teacher, search, search their teacher, follow them and boom, it's on them. Like takes them two seconds versus taking you three weeks to set everybody up. Um, and let the teachers, you know, the teachers, like your band teachers, they've got 15 different uh, classes according to some of these scheduling things because they've got their wind instruments and all these other things. Well, they want to, they just want to combine them down into band. Um, so why not let the teacher just manage all that? So we, I said, all right, let's build this. So we built this for Fargo schools um, to, to demo and to, to beta test for the year. And it was working really well. I mean, it, the teachers said we're using it. I mean, but it was just, it was just a beta. So we had uh, just a twenty yeah, percent of the population, maybe that we're using it, something like that. Um, and then you know, fast forward to to COVID, and uh, it 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 just blew up. You know, it it became this. Um, Fargo School said, "I don't know how we're gonna. You know, do, is there any way that Educal can can help us to um, to really uh, communicate with our, our students?" I said, "Yeah, we can. We'll we'll drop a, a Zoom link on there and." You know, we'll figure this out. Well, it became much more robust than that. We tied into the API and we've got full Zoom management and they can schedule for each one of their classes. And um, and so it, it worked quite well. But in order to get on uh, integration, full integration with Zoom, uh, we, we really needed to uh, be on their marketplace. And so we got on their marketplace and then then things just went nuts. I mean, we, we had people from all over the world registering and, and using our, our application and um, on the free version, you know, it's all free at this at that point because we hadn't really planned on monetizing it at all. And so they, they were using it as an individual teacher here and there, um, which, you know, was great. But the real power behind EDUCAL is when all of your teachers are using it so the student can see all of your classes at once for high school. And so um, we spent the summer kind of redoing things and revamping things and optimizing everything and um, making it uh, we added Google Classroom, which is going to be launched here soon, and really just making it so that it's uh, perfected for kind of the distance learning sort of aspect. And it's uh, we've got a lot of really positive feedback through it. 
That's interesting because like a lot of companies really struggled through the pandemic with a very different problem than you did of your your product blowing up. Like what has that kind of changed your business model or was changed because of the pandemic and how you yeah. are, you know, proceeding going forward? Yeah, we really didn't know what our business model was pre-COVID. I mean, we, we kind of knew that we wanted to charge um, just a small amount to cover costs and, and, and that sort of stuff. But we didn't really know. We kind of got went back and forth. Are we going to charge for advertising? You know, what are we going to, how are we going to monetize this? And then once the, the pandemic hit, we're like, well, really, the ones that need this, the ones that use this are the, are the teachers. Um, they're the ones that bring value. So why not charge just a minuscule, minuscule amount per month to each teacher? Um, and then we'll create modules and, and, and monetize it that way and, and just make or have the teachers or the districts pay per teacher for the value that we're adding. Not necessarily a lot of a lot of these uh, learning management systems, they, they end up charging per student or per headcount, basically. Well, you might only use it for 20 or 10% of your headcount. And that's not really what we want to do. We want this to be something that uh, benefits a district and a teacher. And we want it to really um, bring value to their, their, daily, um, their daily classroom. Cool. <clears throat> do you guys have any um, like public stats or anything that you're willing to share or just kind of how you guys have grown or? Yeah, I mean, back in, so back in February, March, we were getting probably, uh, we were close to 200, 300 users a month, somewhere around there. Over the summer, obviously, that number died way down. Um, we are getting you know, 10, 15, we're still getting some. Uh, we have a couple just random. We had a, a coding academy in, in Palestine that, that jumped on board with us and they started using it. So we got a, kind of those one-offs over the summer, um, a few summer school programs that um, started using it a little bit, but now since schools picked up again, we're right around that probably 200 uh, new users a month uh, area. And some of those are students, some of them are teachers. We're getting uh, about just in the last two weeks, we've we've had 20 new classrooms that came on board. So, and that's that's outside of um, Fargo schools, I guess as well. So Fargo schools has been there for a while, so we don't we don't count them in our, in our stats because they kind of are just uh, they've been there for a long time, been been our test case, and really been real supportive of. of uh, of helping us out along the way. Awesome. So, I mean, you've obviously had some, <clears throat> some unique challenges going through growth periods with COVID and everything else. I mean, taking this from really a idea or concept into a product that's in market, uh, what advice do you have for a startup that's really just at that ideation phase or trying to figure out, should they do something? What should they build? You know, what words of wisdom would you have for them? Yeah, I guess, you know, the, the biggest thing for me, um, in, in everything that, that I've done uh, small business wise is really just to, to create your idea, validate it, and then just concentrate on one idea at a time. Try to keep yourself centralized and not go in too many different directions at once. Cause I've caught myself many times, uh, just you pushing one idea forward, just an inch here and an inch there, instead of really focusing on one pivotal part of your, your, your company or your new idea and just getting a success in one spot. Because once you get one success, then it re-energizes you. And, allows you to really think of the next success and then the next success. Whereas if you're spreading yourself thin, you're not really ever reaching goals and you're not, um, not obtaining anything. Uh, so really it's, it's a good way to get burnt out going in too, too many different directions. And so my, my biggest advice is always just to concentrate on one thing and um, just achieve small goals. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's great. Cause I, I see that with a lot of early stage entrepreneurs is they feel like they have to pursue all 10 things. Yep. Otherwise, if they just focus on one thing, how are we ever going to get there? Yep, exactly. But it's it's all just baby steps, and, and I, I like is. that advice. And um, did you 
Did you have anything like what's next for Educaler? Did you want to highlight anything or promote anything? I'm the marketer. I, I want to give you a little platform to do any more marketing <laughs> for yourself. Yeah, I mean, we just, we're in two weeks here, we're launching um, our full monetization. You can sign up as a district, uh, pay $2 per teacher per month. Um, if you add a teacher, you get $2 more. If you remove a teacher, it's $2 left. It's completely dynamic, it grows with your district. Um, and so we really just want, and we're adding Google Classroom at that time too. Uh, so we really just want to um, just promote the fact that, hey, we're available with, you know, anybody that's got a school district that, even as a parent, if you're saying, hey, I have no idea what my expectations of my kids are. I've got one doing this and one doing that. You know, maybe Educate would be a you know, good thing to, to push to them and, and to your district and just ask them, hey, could we at least try this out? I mean, even the free edition. And, and we're open to giving you the paid edition for uh, a trial period too. You know, we're, we're open to whatever. We just want to, we want to help all these districts right now. And um, we've got expenses, so we have to charge something eventually. But uh, we, we really just want to get out there. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking some time, Tyler, to jump on the, the podcast here and kind of share your, your story and your vision. So uh, th thanks for your time. Yeah, thank you both.